Alright everybody, welcome back to another session of storytelling of awesomely awesome stories. Today we're going to talk about the Tzaddik of Velednik, also known as Rav Yisroel of Velednik. Very, very, very holy Tzaddik. Um, I feel like he's a little bit hidden in the world. Not so many people know about him as they should. Um, he wrote a sefer called She'eres Yisrael. Also, there's a sefer called Likutei She'eres Yisrael, which is, uh, takes some of the inyanim and puts it into different, uh, you know, A, B, C, D, Achila, Shtia, Mikvah, different inyanim that, that he would, that, you know, that he spoke about. Puts it into a little bit of a, a more concise format. Um, one of the special things about the Valedniker is his caver. His caver is known as a very holy spot and a very holy place to go pray and to be Pile Yeshua's there. Um, I read articles that they every year his yard site's in Teves. I think it's Chaf Aleph or Chaf Dal Teves, but I believe that there's one Shabbos a year, I think maybe in November, I read an article somewhere that they would bring always a lot of girls there to Davin, you know, to get married and a lot of them would always be answered and I myself know someone who was there with me who did not have any children and we went and he prayed for children he was married I was not married uh, then and he had a child and um, it's a very holy caver the Valenikar himself said that even if you touch the Kalampa Kalampa I don't know Yiddish so don't make fun of me Kalamp, which is the doorknob you would already be answered. So, it's a very special caver. Um, it's in the it's in it's in the very northern part of Ukraine. I think it's close to Chernobyl. It's like an hour or two away from there. It's pretty far out from Kiev. It's about a four hour drive. If you're already in Uman, it's about eight hours. It's a pretty far out there. It's in a tiny little village. Very very holy caver. Um, they say that the Nazis try to dig trenches around it so that people wouldn't be able to go there. Or someone tried dig trenches around it and the trenches would fill up by themselves in the middle of the night with dirt um, there's times that people tried to destroy it and they were killed I have a picture of here of it the outside of the caver the oil at Sadik of Vilednik and the inside of it over here is um, this is the inside and it's a very holy place it's known that even non-Jews will go there to pray and um it's a very, very holy caver if you ever have a chance to get there. When things settle down, hopefully in the world, you should try to make it out there. It's a little bit of a rough journey, but it's always special to be by all different types of tzaddikim, especially by the especially by him. So today's story is going to be about him. He's a very, very holy tzaddik, but not so much as known. I mean, they say a few stories from him, but, you know, he's not like the Balshamto, you know what I mean? People don't, like, say, oh, the Valednikar, you know? He was he was a student of Rav Mordechai of Chernobyl, who was Rav Menachem Nachem of Chernobyl's son, the original Chernobyl Rebbe. He was also a very big tzaddik. And the story we're going to tell today also is from the Sefer Kisvei Rabbi Shmuel, which is Rabbi Shmuel Harwitz, who was a big wrestler, who knew obviously a lot of stories, because he's telling us all these awesome stories. So he says like this. He says, one time there was a story... By the by, the Rav of Berdichev, which is Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev. I can't say Berdichev, so I'm just gonna not say Berdichev so much. I don't know why. 
I told you I stutter a little bit, so the Berdichik part's always a little hard. So there was a story by Rabbi Levi Yitzhak of Berdichik that the Rav of Philadnik was there when he was still a kid. He was by the Berdichik, and the Berdichik was testing him in his learning. And the Vladniker, he was not known as the Vladniker back then, but we're just going to refer to him as that because it's easier for the story. So the Vladniker and the Berdichever were arguing and learning and arguing about stuff. And the Vladniker did not want to give in. He didn't want to give in to Rabbi Levi Yitzhak. And Rabbi Levi Yitzhak said to him, you're still a kid and you don't have any seichel. And Rahman al-Atzlan, he lost his mind. He went out from his seichel. And he was crazy. And afterwards, when Rabbi, afterwards it says that when Rav Mordechai of Chernobyl was in Berdichev one time, and I guess the Vladniker was living in Berdichev, I think he lived in a small village next to Berdichev, so I guess he went, this is when also when he was still a kid or a teen, he went to, to, he went to Rav Mordechai of Chernobyl and he asked him basically to cure him, to, to, to help him out, you know, he's crazy. So he took him, he took the Vladniker, and he put him on a piece of wood from a tree. I guess there was a stump of a tree there, and he stood him there, and he told him to sing a song from Rabbi Levi Yitzhak. So maybe he sang the Berdichever name, you know, we all love to sing that song. It's a very, very popular, holy song. Um, and he told him to sing it a lot, and he was singing it a lot until he started sweating on his face. And Rabbi, and Rabbi Mordechai of Chernobyl took a small towel, a small handkerchief, and wiped the sweat off of the Vladimir's face, and he would say, Berdichever Rebbe have Rachmanus on him, because this was already after the time that Rabbi Yitzhak had died. So he's kind of davening and telling the Berdichever to have Rachmanus on the Vladimir. And then he said to him again, sing another song. And... Uh, and uh, what's it called? And he would do the same thing. He would sing a song from Rabbi Levi Yitzhak, and then Rabbi Mordechai of Chernobyl would come and wipe the sweat off of the Vladimir's face with his towel. And he did this a few times. Let's skip to the next part of the story here. He did this a few times until the Vladimir was cured. Aval. But. There is another but. There's a but. Which is Rishimu Nishar A little bit of when he was crazy and didn't have his full mind remained by him. What does that mean? It says that when he was afterwards a very, very big Rebbe in Admor in Vladnik, he was a very big person, but he was very parish moid. He was very separated from the world. He probably fasted a lot. Uh, probably didn't eat a lot at all. He probably didn't sleep a lot. He was very parish. That's a very intense line. He was not able to handle the smell of a woman at all. So, it's a big trip to say that. Um, so first of all, the Vladimir, I believe, was married twice. He did not have children, but he was married. So obviously he was able to uh, smell a woman or be next to a woman, but he probably was not able to see women or, or you know... Or probably even see them, I'm not sure, but there are stories where he did see them. So it's a very interesting line, but uh, whatever, you know, we could take that the way that it's written. It's a very holy, holy hidden from a different time period that we live in. Um, 
And uh, so he was a little bit of a, he was a very interesting person. He was parish and he wasn't able to handle being around women. And on Lel Shabbos Kodesh, when they were singing Eishas Chayil, he would throw his chair to the door. He would throw his chair to the door. You imagine being in that type of room over there, like in the, the Valenikar is singing Eishas Chayil, and he gets up to that line, just picks up his chair, and just throws it at the door. And I saw in a different part of a different Sefer where it continues this part of the story, and it says that his wife would be like, why don't you why don't you reveal your true self? Like she knew really how holy he was, and he said like the world's not ready and whatever. So the Valenikar is the very hidden Indian, um, very, very holy tzaddik, and that's a story that we're going to tell today. So the story is basically how Rabbi Mordechai of Chernobyl cured the Vladnikur, but the Vladnikur still had a few things that remained over from when the Berdich of Rebbe took away his seichel. Um, and then we have another story, which also is kind of about Berdich This is another story. So the, before the before the Berdichever lived in Berdichev, there was another big tzaddik. His name was Rav Libor Hagadol. He was from the time of the Balshemtov. I think, I think the Balshemtov was right before the Berdichever. Um, and there was there was I think one time I was in Ukraine. I'm not. I don't think it's his caver, but there is. If you go to Berdichev, there's a park close by to the cemetery. And inside the park, it's like Central Park, kind of, whatever, a small park, you know, benches, whatever. And inside the park, there actually is a caver of what they told me is that this was the first Jew, I guess, to come settle in Berdichev. I don't think it's this guy, Rav Hagadol of Berdichev, but it's somebody very holy. He was the one, and they, and they, you know, they obviously, he was obviously buried in a cemetery, and they destroyed all the other farm. But since he was the first, I guess, rabbi to move into Berdichev and to start the community there, probably in the 1600s before Rabbi Yitzhak and the Baal Shem Tov. So they kept his caver there. But there's no markings on it. It's just a caver surrounded by gates, like a middle of Central Park type situation. Very interesting. But anyway, this tzaddik, here's another story. This one is a little intense. It's like more about like the power of tzaddikim. Uh, that we have no idea anything about. So he says that the tzaddik, Rabbi Liber Hagadol of Berdichev, who was in the times of the Baal Shem Tov, one time was praying in the forest, Bikoilus Utsa'akus Ramos. He was screaming and, you know, doing, and, you know, and he was davening like the way that the old Hasidim used to daven, screaming and groaning and crying and different things, a lot of kavana. Ubediyuk Ovar Vital Sham Hagraf. And right then, while he was davening, also the graf was walking in the forest. A graf is like a general or someone very, very important back then. And he was very angry that this Jew was davening and screaming. So what did he do? He took a whip. He took a whip made from a horse's tail, and he hit Rabbi Libra Hagadol, and he whipped Rabbi Libra Hagadol, until he was bleeding over his whole body and blood was flowing. Okay. Now they changed it from graft to parts. So whatever, like an important guy, a parts. Everybody knows what a parts is from stories. When the parts got to his house, he saw his wife basically beaten up 
and bruised and blood flowing out of her. Meaning, and she was screaming at him, Madua hikisani, umel sisi lecha, al shatamakoisi, behaven takeif, shazem maiseu shal hayuhudi hakadois shapakshe biyar. This is a very wild thing that he walks into his house and he sees his wife laying on the floor covered in blood. And, 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 and meaning that when he hit Rav Liber Hagadol of Berdichev, he was really hitting his wife. That is the power of a tzaddik. Um, kind of like a lahavdil, lahavdil, like a voodoo doll type situation, but um, not really a voodoo doll t- uh, situation, but something like that. And she was screaming at him, why did you hit me? Meaning that when, she, that when he was whipping this guy in the forest, something else was whipping and beating up his wife in the house. And this was obviously a punishment for hitting this holy Jew. So he realized what was going on. And he went back to the forest and he found him. And the guy was still praying. And he was still screaming. And he waited until he finished. And then he fell down by his feet and he begged him for forgiveness. And and the tzaddik said, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He didn't he didn't feel any of the beatings at all. He did, he had no idea. This guy comes to him and says, "I just beat you up with a whip." And Rav Libargadol says, "I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't feel anything." This guy was flying in different Islamist men. This was this was a big tzaddik. And this graf was so wondering about him, like he was so shocked by what he was seeing and what he was hearing that he forgave him and he wanted to do anything and he built for him in Berditch of Besmerj Kadol. It continues on another page but I didn't screenshot it but it says that and he took care of him and whatever. So that's also another wild story of Berditch of this week's like a Berditch of week, you know, the Berditch of anyway, so those are the stories for this week. And uh, I hope you enjoy them. I hope you share them. And I hope that you read these papers, uh, screenshots. If anybody has any questions, of course, leave them in the comments. And subscribe and all that jazz. Chaim.